Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Bare Minerals has been rooted in clean, natural minerals and good-from-earth ingredients for 25 years. This revolutionary way of thinking began with Bare Minerals' best-selling original foundation. It's a clean formula, and it's made with only five mineral ingredients. It includes non-chemical mineral sunscreen. Find your new favorite foundation at bareminerals.com. First-time customers will get 15% off when you use the promo code CHALLENGED. That's CHALLENGED with a D. Bare Minerals, full of what's good, free of what's fake. It's Candace and Kayla. And we are directionally challenged. I really, really thought we would have had something figured out about life by the time we were in our 30s. But guess what? We don't. I don't think we do. We don't. <laughs> so I think we should definitely stop today and ask for directions. From our guest, Caitlin Crosby. We absolutely love her. She is... Um, 
a wonderful woman who has started this company that we truly believe in. It's called The Giving Keys. And they have not only do they have really cute jewelry that we are all currently wearing right now. Especially Jack. <laughs> Especially yep. Jack. Even he, me. He's rocking the key. You're rocking your giving key. <laughs> it's very cool. It is cool. He said he was walking around town noticing people wearing keys, was wondering where they were from. Well, I was wondering, I was like, is that is that like your house key? I just didn't know what it was. Uh, but it's a, it's such a cool, I don't want to ruin it because she tells us such a great story yeah. in, the, uh, in, in the second half um, that it's like, wow. Now I'm in the know. In I like, the know. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. And this company is awesome because they also um, help people transitioning out of homelessness, which she's been able to build this empire, but also help people in the process, which is really cool. And I know Candace and I have been talking a lot about giving back and how do we find our place giving back. And you have a really cool company that also finds a way to give back as well. Yes, we just started it. It's called Collective Journeys. And yeah, my big thing is over the years, I've had a hard time kind of finding a specific um, cause or charity to work with that felt truly organic. I there was I did a lot with um, for Lyme disease, just talking about it. I a friend of mine from high school, we both went our separate ways. I was in Los Angeles. She was going to school in Florida, um, down in Miami. She was in college and she got Lyme disease. And obviously it, it turned into chronic Lyme and it completely changed her life. Mm, so that can be devastating. It, and it was, I mean, she would, instead of being, um, in school, she was at home and she moved mm. home indefinitely. Do at you that get point. those from ticks? Is that correct? Yeah. It's yes. from a tick bite. And there's no cure. There, there's medicines, but yeah, it's also they don't frown- even fully understand. They don't it. understand mm. it to the wow. point where a lot of people, a lot of doctors, don't want to diagnose it because there's not a complete understanding of it. But just yeah. having that open dialogue about it at this point, and there are diff- different ways to be able to detect it early on. Where one of the things is uh, they call it the bullseye, and it's like a red spot with a red ring around it. That's usually means you've been bitten by an infected tick. And that could turn into Lyme disease. And that's kind of one of the starting things. But that's not even accurate for every single tick yeah, bite had, that I've has Lyme. Really? Yeah. That's so scary. So I, was, I was up in Maine and I had one. And I was like, eh, it's probably nothing. I was lucky. I never had any symptoms afterwards. But, wow. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's really it's scary. It's scary when you see that. Yeah. And so but my so but I ended up living across the country and my friend and I lost touch. And obviously I, I will like anything for the community to spread the word about Lyme disease, I would do anything. But I, you know, it's not something I was around every day. And it kind of felt like I I didn't want to like put my voice to something that was going to come out the wrong way or said the wrong way. And so I just I've ever since then, I've kind of struggled finding like I've always been surrounded by people who had really great organizations that mm-hmm. they worked with or like, uh, like saving the water and the ocean and or, um, you know, like cats always traveled a lot and done so many things. Cat Graham. Cat Graham. <laughs> Kayla, you go to a camp every year. Yes, yeah, so I'm a camp counselor at this camp for kids in foster care and the company's Royal Family Kids Camp. And it's essentially we take kids to a um, on a college campus and we stay in the dorms and we are a summer camp for a week. And a lot of kids in the system don't really know what college is like, don't know what camp is like. They don't have the normal experiences that we are so fortunate to have. So it's teaching them how to get grants and you can go to, and it's also, um, teaching them that they're loved and that there are other kids out there that go through the exact same experiences that they do. And um, a lot of times their clothes uh, just say a size on them because they're in an orphanage and they just wake up every morning and go pick a size three t-shirt out of the 
um, been and th their lives are so different. So it's teaching them how to um, find others that are like them and just, they get to just love be them kids. up, be, be kids. It's yeah. really fun. I, I feel really passionate about it. So And I love that. And you've always like you always come back from that from that camp like so full and so at peace and just but it is only once a year so it's one of those things that I'd love to be able to try and um implement more of that in my life I mean I'm gonna fully admit it I am a mom of three kids I have a husband who we spent most of our relationship and marriage in a long distance relationship mm -hmm. and so it's hard for me sometimes to make that time to try to give back because I'm just trying to give to my marriage and give to our kids and and then find time to give to myself and oh don't forget I got to give to the career mm -hmm. and it seems so silly because I do like that's what it means to be human I think is if, is not only having your life affected by other people but also like paying that forward mm -hmm. I'm so I have so many blessings in my life and it feels I feel selfish not giving back to the community more so I, I did I had a meeting with the a bracelet company wanting to do something special they asked me what like a cause was that I felt passionate about and I said look I've got to be honest, I don't have one specific thing. I'm actually kind of searching for what that is now. So we kind of came up with um, every month there's a new bracelet dedicated to a new small charity or a very local charity who's making a big difference within the community. And what I have found through this experience is, you know, we get to promote these small charities and also a, a percentage of every purchase goes directly to that charity. But then I've had such a great time actually going to visit you know, our first uh, collaboration was with uh, Harvest Home LA, and it's a home that takes in women who are pregnant um, and homeless, and they take them in and, and let them live there throughout their pregnancy, make sure that they have a safe delivery, they house them up to three to six months postpartum. And it's this incredible historical home in uh, in Venice, California. And it, the house has actually been around since the early 1900s. They've only ever housed women there that are troubled and just need help. And and so I got to go and really learn about these people who are making such big impacts which could seem such small scale, but it was just so inspiring to be like, oh, wow, like this makes a big difference. I brought all of like Florence's baby clothes there, mm -hmm. you know, just got to our other charity we're doing is with a swim with Mike. I got to go meet one of the founders of that organization that gives scholarships to physically disabled athletes who've either have like a condition that's um, a medical condition that has interrupted their life in a dramatic way, obviously, or an accident. And so got to hang out with one of the recipients of the scholarship programs who I've decided is going to be my next boss. He's a comedy writer. <laughs> <laughs> you seem so enthused and filled talking about this. And that's what's so cool about giving back is not only do you give to others, it really fills you up, too. I see it in you. You're, you're alive when you talk about it. And that's what's so cool about Collective Journeys. You guys learn about all these different charities and spread the word about different charities. I am, as a Collective Journey wearer, um, I, I am inspired to go find these charities and to go with you and find these really cool ways to help our community. Well, thanks. <laughs> I've, I mean, I, I, it's been nice. I don't know what I was so scared of. And mm. I, it's so weird to feel scared to contribute to society in a positive way. 
I don't there's know. There's so many options. I think it's more just overwhelming. Yeah, I just fear. was intimidated. Like, oh, is this enough? Or is this going to be meaningful? Or, well, this person's like on a plane to, you know, wherever to build homes and build wells. Like, Jack, have you ever felt anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's an essential component to like being alive is to like give back and to feel like you're contributing in a positive way that's unselfish. Hmm. Otherwise, I don't know, I, I just... You, you feel icky. Yes, we, that was my problem. I yeah. felt like I was being asked to give back in a way that felt self-serving mm. as opposed to just organically wanting to like get back. And I don't think I'm an asshole. Like I, I'm not like a perfect person by any means, sure. but I don't I, I know that like also just like being patient, holding doors open for people like, you know, just the day to day, just day, -to -day like niceties can also like just make the world a, like a slightly more peaceful place so right. uh, but I just knew that I, I with every with I feel like I have a lot of blessings and I want to sure. give back in a better way but well, I, I felt I, like I was kept being put in these like self-serving positions yeah I understand that I think that's probably because it was they were maybe charities that you just didn't like emotionally respond to and I found that like you just kind of have to find your rhythm and like that's going to sort of determine what your cause is you know what I mean mm -hmm. so yeah. like I'm like a huge proponent for uh, civil rights, which is like why one of the charities that I donate to is the ACLU. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they really speak to me and I feel like they're doing things that are, you know, positive change for, you know, they're obviously a very big organization. Um, I, I think it's what I'm learning about this conversation is this idea that of trying to find more smaller local um, charities that are doing um, that are impactful and like a smaller, like local level. Cause I think, um, the advantage of that would be like, I give money to the ACLU and it's like, okay, it's, it's gone. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. I'm, I'm assuming it's paying for court cases and all these things, mm -hmm. but it's like, that just goes somewhere. Whereas I feel like when you, when you give to a local charity or you volunteer at a local charity, then it's like much more like tangible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe that's the key because I mean you you posted the other day on your social media you were you were doing some some charity work. Yeah, one of the other um charities that we're working with is called Happy Period and they collect they make kits for homeless women that with feminine products with pads, tampons, um if you want to donate like uh the cups as well. Mm -hmm. You can do, I, I always call them diva cups. I know that's a brand, but <laughs> menstrual cups. And it's something that a lot of people don't talk about is that guess what? Uh, homeless women do menstruate mm -hmm. and it's already stressful enough for a non-homeless woman when we're menstruating to like try to find a tampon from each other, yeah. let alone if you're trying to find food for yourself and your family and diapers for your children. Mm -hmm. um, because sanitary napkins and tampons are very expensive. Very. Um, I would have never been like, you know what? It's a Saturday. I'm going to like see what I can go do, which is so crazy to me because thank goodness I'm like pushing myself to look for new charities. And and that got me out of the house on a Saturday morning um, where I got to pack a bunch of bags and, and get to know about this incredible new charity that a, a young woman started just three years ago. And now there's chapters all over the country of mm -hmm. people and like women having, you know, bridal showers where they all bring tampons and pads to to send to happy period to distribute. And it, it made me realize, OK, it can be this simple. 
it, mm-hmm. those like simple little things like seem can actually make such a grand difference. I think local charities just are more hands on and more need need more. I, I do believe that giving to local charities they they just need more because not as many people are involved. ACLU is fantastic. I love the ACLU. Yeah. Um. They also send emails. Do you do you ever sign their petitions? via email sometimes they, yeah. they will say like we have a peti- pe- petition and we need this many more signatures read this if you feel passionate about this please be one of our five signatures that we need yeah so i feel like constantly i'm part of all these petitions like let's do it together but that's great especially as someone who's really busy like it's nice to feel those like moments of making a difference because it does mm-hmm. um but it is a little intangible it absolutely you know like it, it does feel like okay i signed that uh, is it going to do anything mm-hmm. actually? Is my money actually like, what is it exactly? Is it doing? I'm not saying I shouldn't give and you, that other people shouldn't give, but, um, it's a different experience than I think volunteering. After I leave that camp, I do with the kids in foster care. Yeah. I leave with this bag full of letters because there's this thing called mail where every day you write mail to each other uh-huh. and the kids can write to the counselors, counselors mm-hmm. write to the kids, and it just promotes this positivity of compliments and love. And I have this bag full of these letters and I've done this camp for 10 years. And so each year I have a bag of letters and now I can't throw these away. Right. So I have these this ba- box of letters. Um, <laughs> And it's the greatest feeling. And honestly, whenever I'm feeling down, I'm like, I'm going to read one of the letters from the kids. Yeah, and sure. Go to your happiness nice. box. Go to yeah. my happiness place. And it <laughs> wow. really works. And talk about being having something tangible to remind you that like, you have yeah. made a difference. That's... Yeah, I've gotten no handwritten notes from the ACLU. I'll write you a handwritten note, Jack. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but that's what, it is important to donate to things like the ACLU, ACLU if that's what is calling to you to yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's obviously a charity that speaks to me. And like, yeah. like pretty much everything that they get behind, I was like, yes, mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, so, so find it, something that re- you really feel aligned with. Yes, exactly. But uh, that is one thing that I definitely, I, especially our, our kids have like service hours that they have to do for school. Mm. And I realized like, I'm an adult and I need to do my service hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like I'm being like, well, did you complete your service hours yet, young lady? And and then I realize I have to turn and put the mirror in front of me because I haven't. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really, really want to get better at that. I grew up going to National Charity League, which if anyone's listened to this, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But it's um, sixth grade through 12th grade. And you are give, you are a part of this organization that gives back. So there are certain things you do every year. So there's a, a local charity, Orangewood, which um, we volunteered at or we would wake up on Saturdays and buy food for the homeless people. And so it was always a part of my daily routine. Wow, yeah. And so I think that's why I am so involved in charities and why it speaks to me but it's it's also a selfish thing where I feel better doing it it's it's not just giving and it really is something that I um love that feeling of all right no we did make a difference there. I don't think that's selfish though I think I that's guess. just like the human I know a lot of people have different opinions on that but yeah. I don't think that that's selfish I think it's just like what it means to be human like it feels good to be good nice it feels good to be good <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know it yeah. feels bad to be bad yeah it's true. I, um, I, I think maybe too um Personally, my, my feeling on that is maybe you're putting a little too much pressure on yourself. I'm like, am I doing this for the right reasons? Because mm. I think if you're running one of these charities and I said, you can have 100 people that are all going to help you out today, but they're only doing it so they feel better about themselves. 
or not have those people come at all, they'd be like, no, give me the hundred people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're like, right. That helps. Like, it's, well, I don't care why we need the help. Uh-huh. Yeah. You uh-huh. know? So, um, I don't know. I, I understand that feeling of like, um, is my, are my intentions pure? Mm-hmm. But I think, um, I don't know. I, I feel like you can be motivated by that, that selfishness. And I think once you're actually doing what you're doing, then I feel like it'll, the other thing will kick in. The empathy yeah. will kick in. You realize like, well, I maybe came here for the quote unquote wrong reasons, but now that I'm here, I'm actually getting behind this. Mm-hmm. I just realized I like going in and meeting, like if I get to meet the founder of a charity that's right around the corner and, and say like, hey, actually, yeah, I'd love to emcee that event in the fall for you guys. Or I'd mm-hmm. love to, you know, come and distribute kits down to Skid Row next time. Like, or you know, we're, let's definitely do a party or like, yeah, I do want to come and hang out and meet other, you know, scholarship receivers. I, I, it feels different than just like, I think it's the gala too. Like if you yeah. go to like the fancy parties, like yeah. I, I, which is would happen a few times in the past. I'm not that cool, so I don't get invited to that many parties. But uh, <laughs> I find that very hard. to The believe, few but times okay. that I have been, um, it just felt like like we're all here doing this amazing thing, but. But I just, it wasn't my style of... Yeah, you feel you felt disconnected from the cause. It is yeah. disconnected. Yeah. I think it is. I, I really have a strong feeling about that. I and think that it's a waste of money. And I think that it should absolutely, absolutely be used differently. And I realized, like, I grew up going to church, but that wasn't part of the program was a lot of community outreach. Mm-hmm. So it's been really interesting hearing, like, we even get to hear a little bit from Caitlin, just how much that, um, of that community actually inspired you both and drove you both to like give back to the local community because I didn't have that so Uh I feel like I'm coming in late in the game like okay I'm in my 30s now (laughs) and I've lived a fortunate life um you know and I have also have a lot going on but I I really want to start giving back like Mm -hmm. I want to live life with a better intention of of giving back to the community and feeling good about it in mm-hmm. a way that feels good. You have a lot of years to do that. Yeah. We all I, do. I, I, I don't I, know. I think there, I think there was also like the added pressure too of like, well, I don't know if I'm doing enough. And so because I'm a worried, I'm not going to be able to do enough. I'm not going to do anything. Yes. And I think, um, you know, it's kind of like, what they say about meditation like even if you only have time for one minute a day that's one minute a day Mm. just do it like that counts and I feel like that's similar with this I think you know just just give what you can even if you feel like it's not enough just just give it's better than not doing anything I think it's also cool to make it fun grab your friends do it together make it make it a thing you do once a month twice a week whatever you can give and make it fun make it a community thing and then you can have others to hold you accountable and I'm saying as I'm saying this I'm looking at Candace going let's do this yeah this this. week we're having a barbecue already this week so let's let's find something fun to do with this barbecue where we all like donate something i don't know i love it let's let we'll figure it out we'll figure we'll it keep out you yeah we'll post about it on social media and then when you guys and then you can tell us how fulfilled you felt yeah <laughs> how guiltily fulfilled no. it made you full of barbecue <laughs> and full of inspiration uh, but i want to speak to, real quickly about like the gallows thing uh-huh. I, I i understand that completely but my feeling is this they're gonna have galas anyway because people like to get dressed up and go to things Hmm. And so yeah. I think if they're going to have it anyway, yeah, why not also offer whatever the proceeds to a charity? Because otherwise it's sort of like, eh, we're just going to do it anyway because we all like getting dressed up. That's a good point. <laughs> that is. I, I hear your point 100% on that because you're right. There will always be a reason. People will always want to get dressed up. So yeah. might as well like, make it for a good reason. I love going to galas because I love getting dressed up. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, obviously I wouldn't go to a gala who is like sponsoring, you know, 
an organization I don't like mm-hmm. or that I feel like is not politically aligned with me. But generally, they're not. Generally, they're like, you know, we're we're um, like feeding the poor or uh, raising money for Planned Parenthood, things like, yeah. like things that I'm just sort of like, yeah, I'm on board with mm-hmm. all of those. So it's like, cool. And I get to dress up. Nice. Let's go. Yep. So, I love anyways, it. that's my feeling. No, I do, I'm nodding my head. I'm listening. I like it. But I don't disagree that it is. It's 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 definitely it a different feels experience. wasteful. Yeah, but yeah. I but I I see what you mean when you know it's got that a... feeling of like well, as Rome burns, here we are in our tuxedos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And but I I do get that a lot of those silent auctions raise a lot of yeah. money and and all of that. So I yeah. I get it. And I think um some of the most of the stuff is donated in in that scenario. That's yes that's, or no. Yeah, that's that's okay. how it works. Um, is yeah. you you make a donation often like. Like I, I did this, I worked for this uh, charity event after the uh, Hurricane Sandy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was back when I was still living in New York. They like just like devastated parts of New Jersey. Um, and that's how it worked. Like they would just like, so like we would reach out to our friends who, um, someone who's in like a production of West Side Story or what, what was it, West Side Story? One of the shows on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And they're like, can you just like donate two tickets? And they're like, yeah, no problem. Like, because they get tickets to like X number of shows. So they donate their two tickets. They cost them nothing. Mm -hmm. um, And they donated. And then I think those sold for like a lot of money, like $800 or something. That's great. So, you know, and that, that, because that's how it works. So there's just something about being in a designer dress that costs a lot of money and prancing <laughs> around amongst all these people with champagne and being like, sure. ha, 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 let's toast to right. the homeless. But if you're going to do it anyway, <laughs> yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. at least, you know, if you can get a little bit of good out of that, too. No, I agree. I, I love do. it. Well, Kayla, I'm just so happy that you introduced us to Caitlin Crosby today. I talk about giving like what a giving, bright, beautiful person she is. I'm really excited for you guys to hear the story of her company, The Giving Keys. Uh, Yeah, stay tuned after the break. Hey guys, I just want to stop for one second. It's Candice here to tell you about BioClarity. BioClarity is an all-natural skincare line full of botanical ingredients that's really gentle on sensitive skin. You can grow your glow with one of BioClarity's powerful plant-based products, like the Clear Skin Routine, a three-step skincare regimen that rescues combination, oily, or breakout-prone skin. Or they have the Hydrating Mask, which is my favorite, better known as the Glow Getter. Packed with plant power, it will give your skin a quick pick-me-up, leaving it feeling smoother, softer, moisturized, refreshed after just one use. And now BioClarity can even treat your whole body with the Beauty Boost Beauty Supplement. Twice daily skin supplements that are packed with all the vitamins and nutrients to give you great skin from the inside out. So to get started on healthier habits with your skincare, just go to BioClarity.com. Our listeners will get 15% off their entire first purchase, plus shipping is free when you buy a skincare routine. And it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you just have to enter our code CHALLENGED. Yep, that's BioClarity.com and enter our code CHALLENGED with the D. With ShoeDazzle.com, you can shop all the hottest trends without breaking the bank and save 30% off retail as a ShoeDazzle VIP. ShoeDazzle is the club for the shoe obsessed and releases hot new styles every week. Millions of women use ShoeDazzle as their one-stop shop for all things trendy. Whether it's boots, booties, sweaters, or jeans, ShoeDazzle has everything you need for fall and winter. You can shop as a guest or become a VIP and save 30% off most retail prices all day, every day. Plus, you guys, you get free shipping 
shopping, and returns. When you visit the site for the first time, you're given a style quiz so Shoe Dazzle can personalize your shopping experience. Then you select the VIP membership at checkout. It's flexible, so each month you can choose to shop or skip. And you guys, I have the cutest pair of tennis shoes from them. And no joke, this week three people have come up to ask me where they're from. And if they knew the price that I paid for them, they would just be so happy. So um, do yourself a favor. Go to ShoeDazzle.com slash challenged right now and sign up as a VIP and you'll get 50, 50% off your first order. That's ShoeDazzle.com slash challenged with a D to get half off everything on their site. Do it today. The hottest styles sell out fast. ShoeDazzle.com slash challenged with a D. are so excited to have our guest today. She is not only a personal friend, but also a wonderful mama and business owner, uh, Caitlin Crosby. She owns The Giving Keys. Hello. Hi. Um, we, I love your company, and I, not only do I love you, but I think more people should know about it. Will you tell and share with all of us the uh, how it started, the origin of it, and what I like to call the dumpster story? Dumpster story, yes. Um, so I grew up in Los Angeles. And I grew up acting, and I remember seeing you in auditions back in the day. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive & June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive & June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now, I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae, and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. Are you on them too? I know we keep saying we. I'm sure yeah. we've run into each other <laughs> yeah. at certain points. Um, and so I grew up doing that and um, started a website called Love Your Flaws with uh, with Brie Larson, the actress. Um, we started it like t- over ten years ago, probably because we did this movie together. And um, so I was really passionate about because the movie poster of us, they cut out our faces and glued them on other people's bodies. And we were like, oh, okay, thanks. So, and then I was doing music. Um, and so my first album in 2008 was called Flaws. So at my merchandise table on tour, everything said, love your flaws on t-shirts and bags and keychains, etc." So all about um, that merch table. Yeah. Merch <laughs> table. Yeah. And uh, so I was passing through uh, on tour and the hotel room key in New York was really cool. So I put it around my necklace and I was at a locksmith and the person in front of me got numbers engraved. And I was like, oh, do you have letters? Can you engrave love your flaws on this hotel key? Uh, And then I saw all these old used keys on the side. And I was like, oh, while you're at it, can you do hope, love, faith, dream, fearless, belief, let go, breathe? He's like, okay. (laughs) Um, It was actually right here at Studio City lock and key on uh laurel canyon oh wow oh my god it was mike in the mini mart thanks mike thanks mike <laughs> um and so he charged me eight dollars per key so it was three dollars for the key but then five dollars to engrave it letter by letter mm. um so and then i started making them on tour and selling them at the merchandise tables and then they started selling out more than my cds so i was like okay <laughs> well thank you because people want that hope love and peace love <laughs> yeah i was like thank you for listening to all my songs yeah. but then you don't want the cd oh Oh, you don't know just the necklace okay cool um great, great. but i i love that these words are really resonating with people so little by little came up with the you know get your word that you need in your life embrace it but then i want you to pass it on pay it forward to someone you feel needs it more than you so people started writing me on myspace at the time um which dates it mm-hmm. um 
that this was kind of like before the trend of there wasn't really any social enterprises that I knew about back then. Um, and it was just really organic how people were just really needing the words. And, and it was it was cool giving them like a homework assignment in a sense, like keep your eyes open for someone who's going through something hard mm-hmm. and pass it on to them. You'll know when. And so people were writing me on MySpace saying, you know, I just gave my key away to somebody who was about to commit suicide or I gave my key away to someone, you know, so-and-so had cancer. I gave them my key or so-and-so mm-hmm. was being bullied. I gave them my key. So-and-so had an eating disorder. I gave them my key. So I was like, I should make a website to store all these stories so it's not just my mom and I reading them all the time and crying. <laughs> so made the website um, so people could buy them on there. But I knew I wanted the money to go to charity. I didn't know what. And I waited for the missing link for like a year or two maybe. And um, one day I was walking Hollywood Boulevard and I saw this young homeless couple, Rob and Sarah, and they were holding up a sign that said ugly, broke and hungry. And it looked like a love your flaws sign because when I w- was doing the love your flaws stuff, I took like thousands of pictures of people holding up signs that said something like that like you know my nose like you know big noses are 2015 or like <laughs> cankles are the new black or whatever <laughs> or uh you know my chemo fried hair is beautiful so the way that they're signed that it said ugly broke and hungry it just reminded me of a love your flaws sign so I went up to them and I wasn't thinking about the giving keys at all like I didn't have a motive for that business or anything mm-hmm. like that and I was and it was raining and they were soaking wet. And I was like, oh. you know, are you guys hungry? I think I had acting class that night. And I, so I didn't go to acting class. And I Whoa. just took them to dinner at Kitchen 24. Cuenca. <laughs> and um, it's a very classy place. <laughs> and um, it's not classy. But um, and just heard about their life story. And then two hours into it, the girl said she liked making jewelry. And I had my aha moment. And I was like, oh, you're the missing link to the Giving Keys. Do you guys want to be my business partners? And yes, they did live in a dumpster in a cardboard box at the time. And they were like, okay, sure. Who is this crazy lady? So the next day I went to uh, Pet Boys, bought hammers, went to the locksmith, Mr. Mike, and the Mini Mart, bought the engraving equipment, started paying them to engrave the keys. Then they started saving up enough money, and I just hustled and got them into, like, a a ton of stores and Fred Siegel and Nordstrom and this and that. And then they saved up to get their own apartment. So it went from living in the, yeah, the, the dumpster and the cardboard box too. Then it was a motel. Then they saved up to get their own apartment. And now wow. we've been able to employ over 100 people mm-hmm. so far that are trying to transition out of homelessness. Is that how many? Yeah. Wow. So wow. Uh, the giving keys, um, well, why don't you explain it? I feel like you could do a better job than I can, but you guys help yeah. people transitioning out of homelessness. Yeah. So now our mission statement um, is um, help us end homelessness Um you know, uh, we employ people that are trying to transition out of homelessness to engrave inspirational words on products um, and you're supposed to get your product, um, embrace the word and then pass it on. But basically, the more products we sell, the more people we can employ that mm-hmm. are trying to get off the street. So it's basically um, really, you know, so many people are like, it's so amazing what you guys are doing. I'm like, no, it's amazing what you guys are doing because you guys are the ones buying them because we wouldn't be able to do it without people yeah. buying, yeah. buying the circle. products. So it's really about people getting them because we can't hire more people how if do we you don't choose, have anything to make. How do you choose who to hire? So um, at first it was, it it took a few years to kind of figure that out. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of hit and miss because I would just go up to more people on the street and it just wasn't safe or sustainable. And my parents were always worried about me. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so um, after trial and error, we partnered up with different transitional homes and nonprofits around the issue of homelessness, and they would screen people and send us people to interview. Um, and then we would kind of take it from there. And so we did a three to six month trial period where people would, um, we would basically be paying the nonprofits and then they would pay the employee. Um, so we would be 
basically paying double what a normal jewelry company would be paying for production. Let's say, let's say you'd pay someone fifteen dollars an hour. We'd be basically basically paying thirty dollars an hour. Um, paying the nonprofit to mm. do everything that they do because yeah. I was trying to do it myself the first few years and you know I'm not a um, a trained caseworker mm-hmm. or you know I don't I didn't know how to deal with certain mental illnesses and things like that so um, and addiction issues and things like that so um, yeah so then we do a bell ringing ceremony after three to six months and then they graduate to our full time payroll staff wow wow so you employ them for six, three to six months and then do a ceremony to kind of induct them yeah. into the actual employee mm-hmm. oh wow that's yeah. really interesting what I love about your story is that it's all something that or the story of the giving keys as well is it all happens in in person you know even you met those people you saw something you connected with them we talk a lot about um kind of being on our phones all the time and not being present and how hard it is to in you know this year to be present when we're just so sucked into the black mirror at all Mm -hmm. times and how sometimes you can be wanting to be part of a charity but it kind of turns into a hashtag and you kind of miss that like person to person exchange where even the the necklaces that you have you're encouraging people like no find someone that needs that message of hope and you know strength and and pass that forward and it really encouraging people to look right in front of you and at the people around you and have those personal connections and that that can make such a big impact within your community do you feel like with obviously social media is so important on on spreading the message and keeping us connected and aware there's such an awareness, but do you feel like it's taken away some of that personal interaction when it comes to charity? Um, I think probably for the most part, generally speaking. Yeah. Um, but I think the thing that's been really cool, even, you know, with you guys and your, your show and Nina, like she got you said like the Caitlin means Nina Dobrev, oh, who most oh, yes. of you I'm sure know um, from our the show we were on Vampire yeah. Diaries. Yeah. But she bought um, the closing gifts of the show. Oh, um, our rap gifts. Rap mm-hmm. gifts. Yeah. Were, Didn't they say something like the the your the hashtag of the show? Yeah, like uh, for TVD forever, and that yeah. was the hashtag for the final season eight. Yeah. So we all have giving keys. Every all the cast and crew all have giving keys yeah. that that are engraved with hashtag TVD forever. But when she posted that. The power of social media was that that helped us so much. Like, I think we were having a slow month or something. Mm -hmm. And she posted that and all of y'all's fans bought that key or or started requesting that key. And it literally helped us so much because we had to go to our our partners and and say, hey, we need more people because we can't keep up with the orders internally. So I'm super grateful for social media because that's the thing that helps us more than anything, especially like when we don't have um, that much budget for PR or anything mm-hmm. like that like we don't so it's it's for us it's like literally all about people posting on social media because that's the only thing that really gets the word out um, other than organically you know one person to another person on yeah. the street which is so great um but but yeah social media wise it's like so helpful that's awesome yeah. and that just means we have some of the best fans because yeah. they helped uh homeless people off yeah. the street it's yeah it's True. a passionate group. That's awesome. <laughs> it yes. is. You guys are the best. TVD fans <laughs> yeah. are very passionate. So, so I have a question. Um, I, I, you, it sounds like you definitely wanted to do something charitable. What would, do you think was driving you to do that? Like before you even knew what you wanted to do, you knew you wanted to do something. Why? Yeah. Um, I grew up going to youth group and church. And so my whole life was like, I want to change the world. <laughs> and that's just kind of how I was raised i went to this uh 
church in Malibu. And do you remember the band Lifehouse? Oh, yeah. Yes. Of oh, yeah. So Lifehouse and the lead guy, Jason, um, was my youth group singer. And so I, and so he was real cute. And I was like 14. <laughs> I was like, I like this church. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it's and, all those church bands. Yeah. Yep, that was my first boyfriend. Yeah. He was a piano player in a church band. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 And so that song, like, I'm falling even more in love with I you. I love that song. Right? <laughs> that was like a youth group band. I'd be on the front Friday night, like raising my hands. And like, you know, so I was super involved there. And we were always going to Third Street Promenade and, you know, feeding people that were living on the streets. And um, so I was just always like that. And all the people and kids that I that I was around that we were all like that. And um, yeah, so I think it was just super natural. And, and I also I think growing up in L.A., I, my dad manages actors. So I grew up around a lot of that. And I think I saw so many people that were um, had so much money and they would just buy like more and more cars or whatever. Mm. And it just wasn't making them really happy and and I thought you know I was super interested and curious people that were living on the street that didn't have what I saw what so much of the power and privilege that was happening around me that I that I witnessed and I, I was just so interested and in, intrigued in other people's uh, lives that didn't have all that and so and I and it just didn't feel fair it felt so unjust that there was so much mon- money and power and privilege and in like you know actors and singers and rich people here in LA and then all these people that are living in the street right right in their backyard living yeah. in tents I was like wait how is this so it just made me so mad so I just would always go up to people that were living on the street I'm like how did you get here what's your story I mean I even would go maybe this is TMI but I would even go <laughs> in like the back of like there was like a strip club and this was on my youth group youth group days where I was like super hardcore church youth group I would there was like the strip club and there were these girls that would come out the back that worked there and I went up to them I was like hi I'm Caitlin do you want to come with me to the youth group and church how did you get here so what how long have you been doing this are you okay did it ever work oh yeah I used to like be friends with them and have them over my house so I think I just grew up always thinking you know wanting to spread goodness into the world somehow um and I think a lot of it I was so passionate when I was younger and I think as I got older while I'm still passionate about it, it's just a different, um, it's just a little bit more balanced now. <laughs> and now yeah. that I do have a baby, I'm, yeah. like, you know, like super passionate about him. So it's hard to kind of have that much passion. But you went through I'll this explode. In- interesting <laughs> transition because you were so, you know, gung-ho church girl. And now I I, I don't know what you would assume. I, I would say maybe you're more spiritual than yeah. religious now or yeah. whatever that is. Is that a journey you feel comfortable sharing or even sure. talking about? Or do you even know... Like, yeah. what was that like being so into religion and then deciding maybe not so much anymore? Oh, so hard. I mean, I'm still honestly in in that kind of journey trying to figure out what I believe. And uh-huh. I have like a, a lot of sadness, honestly, about it, because I think my whole life was like, this is what I believe. This is this is the truth. The, this is the, the answer to the universe. And this is my mission in life. And it was just very clear mm-hmm. when I was younger and believing that but then now I was a philosophy major um and I think that just made me have a lot of questions and um yeah and as I just got older certain things just didn't line up and I was like this, I don't wait, I I don't believe this mm. but I still but I miss and I think that that's where the sadness is that I miss knowing what I believed like yeah. I miss just like being so confident and so now I am in this more of a just a questioning like I still listen to 
you know, that kind of music, mm. um, like every single day I listen to like church music, um, like Hillsong and mm-hmm. Bethel and different things like that, that I really, that I like, that I feel like it helps my headspace before I'm going to work or whatever. Um, but I still, even when I'm listening to it, I'm questioning the, what they're saying in mm. the, in the song. I'm like, but do, do I believe that? I don't know, but it just makes me feel good. But, uh, so, so there definitely is that, um, I'm still trying to figure out what I believe. Yeah. I get it. And my husband's always trying to get me to understand, like, Kaylin, you're not, you're probably not going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You have to be yeah. okay with that. Like, but I want to know. That's yeah, theologians advice. spend their entire yeah. lives <laughs> studying yeah. it and yeah. still not coming to yeah. concrete answers. So. Yeah. yeah. But I think the important thing is just continuing to ask questions. Mm-hmm. I think that's the fun. I actually liked that transition of, because I used to go to church every Sunday. I went on youth trips. Yeah. I remember everyone was Same. like, I found Jesus this week at camp. And I was like, yeah, me too. I think he was behind the tree. But yeah. I was just like, but I just loved being there. I love prayer. I, I need to practice it more. I think there's also prayer and meditation have so many parallels yeah. to each other. But I just kind of liked reaching that point where I started asking questions of like, well, why is, you know, why is wearing a skirt considered sinful over here? And then over here, it's not considered mm-hmm. sinful. Just mm-hmm. asking general questions. That's obviously a very general yeah. idea. But um, But yeah, I used to jam out to God of Wonder. Oh, pretty yeah. God of wonder beyond our galaxy. Oh you are holy. <laughs> yes. Really uh, hardcore. That was just amazing. Yes. Really wow. hardcore. Let's get some harmonies in. Uh, Everybody. Wow. What would you say to someone who's intimidated by the idea? I, this is going to maybe come out wrong, but intimidated by the idea of charity in like a 2018, 2019 world. Like, I, once I got the Vampire Diaries, I, w- I was asked, like, well, what's your cause? And I was like, um, <laughs> yeah, great. I guess I got to get one. Yeah, and then, yeah. which felt so false. And yeah. and I, I, I've always kind of struggled with this idea of needing to, like, attach myself to something d- that didn't feel organic. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure that out now mm-hmm. in my own way. And, um... But what would you say to someone who's kind of searching for a way to give back? That's because you question. obviously found such an organic way. Like everything that, that the Giving Keys is, is was your truth mm-hmm. and was something that not only that you discovered, but also discovered you mm-hmm. in a way. Totally. That's what we were talking about is find not not just giving back, but finding a way to give back that truly has meaning and yeah. resonates with you. Mm-hmm. And because then you're more likely to continue to do it and then be inspired by that and continue to find other things that you want to change in our world. Yeah. So we would love to give advice to our listeners love about that. that. Such a good question. Um, yeah. So a lot of people ask, like, I, you know, I want to start a give back brand or how do I do that or whatever. And I always say, you know, I think first challenge yourself first with caring about something, an issue first and challenging yourself to feel empathy or compassion about an injustice in in the world or in your community. And if you don't feel that organically, that's okay. I think it's just the first step would be step one, you know, slow down and just kind of challenge yourself to keep your eyes open to all the things you see in, in your community. Maybe it's at your school and maybe you see someone being bullied you know, and just kind of take a step back and think of, challenge yourself to think what, what, what is that person feeling right now? What is the bully feeling right now? Maybe it's anger, but what, maybe, maybe that bully, um, who knows, maybe his parents are getting divorced or who maybe, and then maybe you start feeling passionate about, uh, you know, divorce or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be like, 
homelessness. It mm-hmm. could be, you know, bullying or maybe you have a friend that has an eating disorder. Maybe you have an eating disorder. Maybe it's just depression. Maybe you're depressed. Maybe you have a friend that's depressed. Maybe it's, you know, as as heavy as, you know, the issue of suicide or maybe it's, um, you know, human trafficking or maybe it's but it's finding Ooh. your truth and some yeah. look, look around yourself. Don't yeah. th- that's where I was getting yeah. so caught up in the hashtag. The hashtag yeah. that is so important to really bring people together was so intimidating yeah. to me. Like yeah. I remember even like there was at one point everyone was singing like songs from Hamilton and I was like, "Oh my god, I got to like try to sing this song from Hamilton <laughs> right now to be part of this cause." And I was like, yeah. "My kids waiting over there. Like I have yeah. my, my kids crying upstairs and I need to go get her from nap time, but people are going to think that I don't care mm-hmm. or like the ice bucket challenge." I was like, "I had a really hard I was like, I don't Donated. I donated money. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I was like, great. But now I didn't have like a video of me doing the ice bucket yeah. challenge. And so I've had discussions with like friends where they're just like, just do the freaking ice bucket challenge. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be that stressful. Yeah. But I just felt this weird pressure, pressure. to like be a part of uh, like causes in a in an unorganic way as opposed to like oh my gosh I'm so excited to donate to this I'm I love that people are celebrating the fact that so many people are supporting a cause and using their voices and spreading the word and raising funds it would be um, impossible for you or anybody to be passionate about every single cause I think so maybe if it is just like a tiny thing maybe now that you're a new a mom like Maybe it's an issue in, you know, childhood blank or baby blank, yeah. whatever. But so mm-hmm. for people that are listening, maybe it's something as, you know, insecurities or whatever. So maybe they throw their start small. You can always it doesn't have to be this big thing. You don't have to if you don't have money to donate or if you don't have funds or you don't have your master's or whatever, you can start small. Maybe throw a birthday party, throw your next birthday party. Um, maybe if, if it's like for clean water, maybe you're passionate about that and, you know, have all your friends and family instead of getting you a birthday present, they'll, you know, give money to charity water or something like that. I actually had a similar, I had an experience where it was a jewelry company that I had a meeting with and they're like, we really want to do something that gives back while also like building a brand. And so then I even they're like, well, what what's like a cause? You want like the ocean or the and I was just like, God, the 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 the, the possibilities, the possibilities are, endless. are endless. And like, how do you just choose one out of the other? And then I realized that I'm like, I just want to get to know charities myself. Like I actually want to feel like I'm making a difference and get to see someone in front of me that I get to shake their hand and say hello. Like, how can I help today? And so I'm it's still brand new, but like that's kind of what I figured was my truth is like, you know what? I don't have like one singular cause, but I do want to start walking around my community and or driving because we live in L.A., let's be serious, <laughs> and driving around my community and looking for smaller organizations that are really doing some big things around here. Um, and that's been it's only been a couple of weeks and I've gotten to get to know people making like just life changing impacts on on who's people that started off as strangers and become family over time. And it's been so fulfilling just to hear these stories where I'm like oh wow like we can all make a difference in each other's lives and it's not always like the all all over on social media and it's not always getting the attention that it deserves but like we can be a part of that just looking around in our own community so Mm -hmm. it's been fun Mm -hmm. I've yeah like just when you give to someone else you give to yourself yeah and that's the lesson you learn in that yeah that I love I remember people would always say like oh it's so again like it's amazing what you guys do and I'm like no well yeah but when I go into the office I get so fulfilled like some of the women that have gone through unspeakable things in their lives that have that are our employees 
there are days that I come in, I'm having a really hard day, whether it be with my husband or marriage or family issues or whatever, and I feel depressed and having a hard time. And they're there for me and giving me hugs because they have so much um, capacity for empathy and they feel what I'm like going through and the way that they comfort me is like money can't buy that. No mm-hmm. hashtag, no nothing could compare like the love that that I get in return from being there. And um, ugh, I wouldn't trade that for anything. And I think it's so interesting, like, like you said, like the, like social media, how it can sometimes take away from that, like person to person connection. And it's so true. Like, I think some of the people that have supported us in the past, like whether it be like posted for us or whatever, when they come into the office, that's when they're mostly impacted because they meet all of our employees and make eye contact with them. And um, this one, we were, we were like years ago working with this one PR company and we're like, we really want to get influencers like come into yes. our office oh, yeah. to like meet, you know, meet our employees because that's when it's the most impactful, mm-hmm. not not necessarily to the people that already work there, but for the people that are coming in, that's when they usually fall in love with the brand because they're, they see each letter being engraved and they see the person who's making it. And, and it's just like magic when you get to meet everybody. And this one PR company was like, no, you know, no, we'll just send them, you know, the website and the, you know, that's, I don't think anyone's going to want to come in or something like that. And I remember we parted ways with that company because mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, they don't get it. Like, we're yeah. not just like a fashion brand that. But like, if you do go on your website, not care. If you go on your website, you can see the stories of the homeless people you, that you've employed, and yeah. it does really affect you. Oh, so, yeah, you guys should go. Well, on there's an engaged listen. couple, or was that it was a while ago? Yeah, I watched your yeah, TED yeah. talk. That's so very funny. impressive, oh, by the God. way. <laughs> um, but are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that one is Norma and Jeff. Yeah, they met in Grave and Keys. They were both homeless, like separately. They didn't know each other, and they met while they were getting trained making keys, and they fell in love and got married. Wow. Yeah. It. Yeah. Well, where can everyone check out the Giving Keys and buy it and all that good fun yeah. stuff? Um, the best places on the website thegivingkeys.com and you can custom order any words you want to um, which is so fun Um, you can get dates and you know different letters and words and phrases and all that kind of stuff and you where can people find you oh uh i'm caitlin crosby so (laughs) at caitlin crosby at all the things all the things (laughs) awesome thank you so much thank you guys for having me awesome thank you Thank you guys so much for listening to our episode with Caitlin Crosby. In two weeks from now, we have an episode with Karina McKenzie and Aisha Tyler. We're going to talk all about friendship, female empowerment, finding your tribe. We had a great time with this episode. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. So two weeks, check it out. has been routed in clean, natural minerals and good-from-earth ingredients for 25 years. This revolutionary way of thinking began with Bare Minerals' best-selling original foundation. Clean formula is made with only five mineral ingredients, which includes non-chemical mineral sunscreen. Find your new favorite foundation at bareminerals.com. First-time customers will get 15% off when you use the promo code CHALLENGED. Bare Minerals, full of what's good, free of what's fake. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. 
Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 